You like that song? It's new. Andy Grammer. Do you know who he is? Hold on a minute. I got the wrong oh, thing. Oh, no, honey. I'm good. <laughs> it is. That's what she said. 731. She did. <laughs> it's BS.show. That's who we are. BS.show. Uh, second week of the... We're something. Second week of the new equipment. Hasn't died yet. You know? Aren't we lucky? We're very lucky. Yeah. Hasn't died? You need to quit putting that stuff out in the uh, universe. I what you say that if I put things out in the universe, it'll come back to get me. Yes. Okay. Let me think, see if that works. Pamela Anderson will call me up and say, "Hey, big boy, come to my place tonight, and we'll have some fun." And then the next morning, I'll realize you really want Pamela Anderson that the lottery tickets I won, I, that I bought. By the way, remind me of something. <laughs> the lottery tickets I I bought were all winners, and then I'll realize that I'm actually Italian. And one of my descendants, one of my, my great-grandfather was Mr. Lamborghini, and his estate has decided to give me not one, not two, but three brand-new Lamborghinis since I'm part of the family. Okay. So I, what color do I get? I put that out there. I put that out there. What do you think's going to happen? Do you think anything's going to come true? I want to know what <laughs> color I get. Uh, you you get whatever color I don't like. Oh, okay. I want a yellow one. I think sports cars look great in yellow. I always I wanted a yellow you. Corvette. Yellow Mustang. Yellow F-150. You know, every once in a while, you'll see a yellow F-150 and, you know, like a pickup truck. By the way, you know what? You know what shut down in Kansas City? What? The F-150 production line. Ford's shut uh, You know why? Guess why? No, I don't. Chip shortages. Oh, really? Yeah. And if you think it's bad now, okay, if China invades Taiwan, we are in for real problems because there's a company... In Taiwan, I think it's called TMSC or TCMAC or something like that. It produces 60% of the world's computer chips. Really? Yes. And matter of fact, just recently, because once again, all these American companies are off, offshore everything because they're trying to you know make a gazillion dollars. Now Intel has decided, you know, this is not good for us to depend upon these foreign countries for our own products. So they're going to spend, I don't know how many billion, they bought like 100 square miles of, or something like that, 100 acres, I don't know, big piece of property in Ohio. They're going to build a big chip factory there, and somebody else is building a big chip factory to the west of Phoenix as well, too. Because once again, I mean, you know, once again, all of a sudden, if, if China takes over Taiwan and we can't get our computer chips, already there's a shortage. And I say, the reason for that is, I'm a techno guy, I love technology. I Do say, oh, I love technology. I say enough is enough in the stupid cars. I don't need, you know, if you if you look at some of these. <laughs> They're kind of confusing, aren't well, they? No, it's to the point where everything's <laughs> everything's got a module that it runs. Well, this, you, know, you know, I mean, you know, back in the day, okay? Back in the day, you had a switch. If you have power windows in your car, you had a switch, and it was an up-down switch, okay? You flipped it one way, the window went up. You flip it the other way, it's window went down. Now you got you, the one touch. You know the one touch when you hit touch, when you hit it like up and it, yeah, and it goes off by itself? Guess what? That's a module. So when that module goes bad, your window doesn't go anywhere. Oh, but yet, rarely does the switch ever fail, but yet the module goes bad. And the module goes back for this, and, and the ECM goes bad, and then blah, 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 blah. It's like, okay, whatever. You know, and it's to the point where... It's all these young bucks. Hey, I can design all sorts of neat stuff. We can put it in the cars. And that's why I say you you talk about unaffordable used cars. There's going to come a day. And we already see it. You know, there's there's used cars that are selling for more than new. 
Right now, there are cars. I can tell you three models are off the top of my head that are selling more than new. You know what one of them is? Um, Probably a truck. Ford Bronco. Yep. E- either the Bronco Sport or the full-blown Bronco. If you can get your hands on one of those, if, you, if like you're on the wait list and you know you have somebody who's a, your friend's a Ford dealer or something like that, you can take that, take it off the showroom floor, put you know, 100, 200 miles on it, title it, and sell it for probably ten, fifteen thousand dollars what you paid for it. That one, um, there's several others, like the Mustangs are the same way. If you can find a Mustang, and once again, if you could buy it, you can probably put five hundred miles on it, put it on Craigslist, your favorite thing. Oh no, hope that's right, you're a marketplace gal. Put it on marketplace. marketplace. I used to be a Craigslist gal, but then they all got weird. I mean And Facebook isn't weird, marketplace isn't weird. I have not. I've only had one weird experience with Marketplace. Do you, do you take a gun when you go buy stuff? No, I don't. But I <laughs> I should quit wearing my jewelry. You should. You yes, should, I should. You, should. you should take a gun. I need to. Lisa always got on me because I'm never aware of my surroundings. You need to bring Guido with you too. Who? Guido. You know who Guido is, don't you? Guido Sarducci. No, the, just Guido. Guido's the guy you take with you when you have a problem. You know, if if you got Guido with you, Guido takes care of you. Will you be my Guido, Brad? No, I'm not big enough to be a Guido. It's but, a Guido. I, and I'm shrinking, by the way. I'm really like a burrito. I'm really unhappy. But like a Guido. No, you'd be a a, a burrito. <laughs> be a burrito, and I don't like Mexican food. Isn't it terrible? Burrito. B R. I, yeah, I can't spell it. <laughs> if someone wanted to torture me, you know what they could do? They'd take me to Taco Bell and make me eat. I'm going, oh, God. I mean, I would rather, if you gave me if you gave me two choices, if you said, okay, we're going to have you clean bathrooms at gas stations all day. We're just going to have you drive around the St. Louis area and clean bathrooms and gas stations or go have lunch at Taco Bell. Guess what? I'd be cleaning bathrooms. I used to do that. <laughs> well, what I'm saying is. I used to work for Boeing. Really? When it was McDonnell Douglas and I was a housekeeper. Really? A housekeeper? Whose house did you keep? Yeah, in building 270. Wow, building two—that's the secret building. Can, can I tell you? It something? is. It was a secret building, actually. Can I tell you a weird story? Oh, please do. When I was first married, my wife had a job. She worked for a temp firm, and she uh-huh. got hired by a company, a construction company, that was building one of the at the time one of the secret buildings out at Boeing. Okay, this is back in the day. Okay. Uh huh. They did a security. They did. She had a high level security check. Okay, high level security check. And, as did I. And what's interesting is she talked about this, that almost on a daily basis, the na- the number of the building would change. One day it would be building whatever it was, like you said, building whatever. Next day it would be a different building number. And at the end of the day, a guy, a security dude, I don't know if it was a Boeing guy or a federal government guy, because at the time, you know, the, once again, this is pre-computer. She's typing everything on an IBM Selectric, has the, you know, the, the carbon ribbon ribbon you know with the cartridge uh-huh every day the security dude would show up when she would get ready to go home and take it and take the carbon ribbon cartridge out of the typewriter and put a brand yeah. new one in and they would go and they would burn the cartridge ribbon because once again back in the day if you could get the cartridge ribbon you could figure out what was getting typed by if you unwound the cartridge yep. ribbon you can see the letter strikes on it 
for those young people out going, what the hell is he talking about? Once What's upon an a- IBM Selectric? <laughs> right. What is a cartridge? Right. Once upon a time, there were it's these typewriters. It's a cartridge in a pear tree kit. Right. They were, instead of having an inked ribbon, they had this film that had carbon on it. And when you hit the button on the typewriter, in this case, the Selectrics had this ball on it. The ball would hit the, the piece of paper. I love the ball. The one my mom always used the one with the, you know, looked kind of decorative. Yeah, I would. Now I know where she, now I know where you get it from. I used the orator, orator, which was the ten pitch. Mine would go ten or twelve pitch. Anyway, boring. That would happen, and 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 so every single day, this guy would show up and he would take the ribbon out of her typewriter. I mean, and and what's interesting was that that the trash can he would also take the trash can. Anything in the any like the trash can, he'd take all the trash cans. Trash cans in the bathroom, trash cans in her office, everything. They'd take the trash. Every day. Every single How day. How long did she worked there? Um, I can't remember. She was she was a temp there. I think it was like five or six months. And and, and I'm here to tell you to get that clearance she had, people would go the FBI. Well, yeah, yeah, they did. Would a, go and around and talk to her friends and neighbors. I don't remember that. I have to, I have to ask her to see if it happens. It, I, <laughs> it probably does, but I can't remember if anybody ever said to her, "Hey, you know, somebody called from the FBI and we're asking about you." You know, that kind of a thing. But yeah, it was, she had a high she had high security clearance. I mean, you know, isn't that bizarre? You know no. that. But see, and you know when that was? That was during when we were really mad at the Russians. Like we're at mad at them again now. You know what I mean? And remember, well, that's because they're being. <laughs> God, rude. Good old Obama looks pretty bad. I remember that 2020. Uh, a, a matter of fact, I've seen this clip a couple times now when it was the debate, the presidential debate between Obama and 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 Mitt Romney. And Mitt, and, they, and the, the moderator asked Mitt Romney what he saw as the biggest threats to the United States. And he said Russia and Obama strutted out there. Ho, 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 Mr. Romney, the 80s called and they want their foreign policy back. Yeah, dude. Guess what? <laughs> guess what? And over the weekend, the Ruskies, Putin put the nuclear his nuclear weapons on high alert. How did really? That, how did that make you feel? Did the uh, Koreans do as well? Well, that nutcase keeps firing rockets into the sea between you know between North Korea and Japan. I mean, what a nutcase! Dubai's getting. Um, but this guy's firing missiles. off, you know, he, they're firing, they're firing conventional missiles. This guy is shooting like what they call medium range, you know, intercontinental, inter ICBMs, intercontinental, intercontinental ballistic missiles. These things are going up like 300 miles, three, 400 miles into the, into the, into the space. It's not like the things they're flying, like the cruise missiles that are like low to the ground or the ones they're firing that go, you know, maybe a couple thousand feet in the air. And then, the, and you know, and sad, you see that on this news coverage. I've seen that a couple of times now, these rockets hitting apartment complexes in Ukraine go like, oh, Okay, hold on a minute. What is this? You're killing, you're killing. You know, matter of fact, over the weekend, I have to admit something to you. I did a terrible thing. You listen to NPR. I listen to NPR. And I forgot about this. They had this fascinating story of when Putin first took control of Russia in the late, late 1990s, early 2000s. Yep. And they just I remember that they just lost the war with Chechnya, Chechnya. Okay. They just lost, lost the Chechnyan war. And Putin didn't like that. And all of a sudden, in Moscow and other cities around Russia, apartment buildings in the middle of the night would blow up. And all these people were killed. You know, all these innocent people, people in their beds, you know, men, women, kids, babies killed in these apartment complexes. And there were like five of them that happened. I think four of them, five of them. And then the next one, some woman 
what they did was all all over Russia they had citizen patrols because they're going like you know we don't know and and what and Putin kept coming out every time one of these things would blow up they would say it's the Chechens it's the Chechens they're the ones that are blowing up our apartment they're killing Russians we got to go kick their butts so the last one that happened they had these citizen patrols and I'm not making this up you can go find this there's a couple books been written about this they had these citizen patrols that patrolled it wasn't Moscow but it's another city in Russia and a woman saw a car that looked suspicious and she went up close to the car and the license plate had one of the numbers look like it was on with a sharpie and she saw two guys get out of this this car and carrying big bags like big flower sacks of stuff into this apartment building and then they came out and left so it she, blew up, didn't it? No, no, no. She called the police, whoever, and they came, and sure enough, it was a bomb. And it's this stuff called, I think it's called hexagen. Um, and hexagen is, and let me see if I can look that up real quick, hexagen. I think it's 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 a military explosive. It's sort of like a C4 kind of thing, where uh-huh. it's, it's like really nasty stuff. Hold on a minute. Eh, hold on a Did minute. we invent it? No, hold on a minute. X-E-X-A-G-E-N. Hexagen. Hexagen is. Um, they're saying hexavalent chromium. I don't know what it is. Anyway, it was some explosive. Okay, so they put out an APB and they shut the city down, and they caught the car. And guess who it was? Who? Two FSB agents, which is the modern day equivalent of the of the KGB. It's now called the, the FSB. There were two FSB agents and a woman in the car, who, and she worked for the Russian government. Oh, and, dear. And when they caught him, then one of the Russian officials came out and said, oh, he, we, were just, we were just practicing. We were just practicing. We wanted to see if, if anybody would catch us. So in other words, they're saying that pretty much beyond a shadow of a doubt that Putin was behind this. He was blowing up apartment buildings in Russia. Is this recently? Well... Late late nineties, early two thousands. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. He was when he first came to power. He was yeah, yeah. he was doing this on purpose and blaming the Chechens. And then they went and they fought the second Chechen war and they won. Now remember, Mr. Putin has also said that the saddest day of his life, the saddest day of the twenty first the twentieth century, was when the Soviet Union dissolved. And it went away, and all the satellite countries, the Eastern European countries, became independent countries, and they were no longer satellite countries of the Soviet Union. So, I mean, once again, these guys, this guy is, he's probably killed in his life, killed multiple people, maybe tens, maybe hundreds, maybe thousands of people, because that's or what he hundreds did. hundreds of thousands. He was, he was like, he was like, a, he was like an assassin for the KGB, the FSB. And here's the guy that runs the country, and he's in and he's in he's in power for life. You can't get him out of power. He's there forever, you know. I don't know, sort of spooky. Anyway, we have to take a break. That's your history lesson for the morning. <laughs> thank you, thank you, uh, <laughs> Professor History. It was right. amazing. <laughs> Who says that? The science dude. Oh, you you talking about Bill Nye? <clears throat> yeah. Oh my God, <laughs> I don't know about him. Amazing. He has a degree in theater. Do you know that? There goes the voice. <clears throat> anyway, we have to take a break. It is yep, seven, break. seven seven forty six. <laughs> 